Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 312 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty, in style. In today's episode, I'm breaking down how to get better results at anything, for anything. There's a little caveat, but basically, for anything. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. What up, my podcast people? Thank you for lending me your ears for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So let's jump right on into this thing. Going to get a little tactical, and it actually ties into the podcast, uh, the shorty that I did last week, episode, ooh, what was that, 310? I think Brian's got in there in between. So yeah, uh, episode 310, having the discipline to commit to one thing. So kind of keeping in line with this, uh, we're looking at how to get better results at anything. And this is actually a, a stems from a quote that I actually first heard doing CrossFit. And that, that was what gets measured gets improved. And the scientist in me clearly loves that. Obviously, we can kind of change the words around and maybe make it like that which can be measured and is measured can most easily be improved. I don't know, some shit like that if you want to get really specific with it, but the basic premise I'm, I'm totally here for. I actually did a post, uh, by the time you listen to this, so I did a post last week about this, and I said something along the lines of that thing that you want to get better at, measure it, record it, track it, analyze the results, and proceed accordingly. AKA, let's get super scientific with this. And this applies, in my opinion, to anything. I talk about that in the post, whether it's, you know, fitness, nutrition, business, relationships, whatever. We have terrible, I'm going to say it, we have terrible memories as, as humans. And we can either remember things better than they were, or we can remember things worse than they were. Or we can remember things happening more frequently than they did or less frequently than they did. Oftentimes what we remember is skewed by, you know, so many other things. And it's not actually what happened. So you suddenly start tracking things. And that is super eye-opening. Even in the process of tracking it. So you don't have to even like look at the results yet. As you're doing it. And doing the track, and suddenly you're like, holy shit, this is like more than I thought or less than I thought. This is one of the things I, I first realized with um, when I, I, I did RP, uh, for those of you in, the, in like the food world and the fitness world, you probably know that it is Renaissance, period, Renaissance periodization. I used them for a little bit um, when I was trying to gain some weight. And then I went with, you know, Meredith Root and Tactic Nutrition. I have episodes with them. Courtney, if you could link the, I think we have three with them. Uh, but either way, I had to, and thank you for linking them, uh, but I had to track 
And for me, I was just like, you know, I know how much I'm working out because I was tracking that. I was logging that, especially after starting CrossFit. Um, if you ever have ran, like I, you know, I did marathons and, and half marathons for a little bit. You know what you're doing. You know your times, your splits. You know how often you're running. I didn't really know how much I was eating. And I wasn't, I was okay with that until I was like, hey, I, I want to have a baseline here and, and, and then can go from there because realistically, right, the, the best way to, um, you know, the best way to get directions, I guess I was going to say, to start to get directions for where you want to go is by knowing where you're at. Right? That's like the starting point. You have to know where you're at. And that comes from, from tracking. And so in doing that and tracking what I was eating, I was just like, oh, I had no idea. Uh, you know, I, I've heard the similar stories from people that are try to start tracking their steps. I think Nicole Cozine maybe did the, like it was in her stories once. Well, you think you're pretty active. And then when you actually like have something that tracks, maybe one of those days that you're doing a lot of computer work, something like that, especially even during the online space, you're like, damn, I like really didn't move that much at all today, even though I felt like I was active and maybe you work out once that day, but you have to realize like it's actually not that much. Our memories, they, they, you know, they tell us the story oftentimes that we want to hear. Um, even if that's sometimes that story is not so good. So something incredible happens when you actually write stuff down and you track it. It will open your eyes. I was actually just having a conversation earlier today with my friend Matt. And he was talking about uh, BJJ and submissions. And I love this. He was like, he's super analytical. I love it. He's in the finance world. And he's actually started a spreadsheet and he was like, I noticed that I was winning on points, not from submissions when I should be submitting these people. So I decided to start tracking it. And he has a whole spreadsheet because that's him. And it, the information that he's putting in there and tracking is a lot. Uh, so if, if he does submit them, how he, how he submitted them, like whatever, you know, what the submission type was called. Uh, I think he has some factors about the, the opponent, like, you know, what color belt they were, their age, things like that. So he could look for obviously correlations. But just in starting to track, he has already changed his behavior, which, you know, yes, that does change the, you know, from a scientific perspective, that just changed things. But that's okay in this case, because he said, he was like, if I get submitted, it goes in the spreadsheet. And he was like, there's definitely been times where before I would have gotten submitted, but I, because I'm tracking and I don't want to put that on there and I won't lie. He's like, I dug, I went to this new place. And, you know, didn't get submitted. And I was like, that's actually really cool. And it makes sense, right? That which gets, that which gets measured gets improved or can be improved. It makes total, total sense. One thing I will say, and I spoke about this yesterday, uh, yesterday in the last podcast, is that when we're looking at uh, the results and if we're like going to track, if we're looking at results and when we're trying to figure out what we're going to track, I do believe that, at some point, it becomes more important to track the input that creates the desired output as opposed, as opposed to just checking the output. So in the beginning, when we're collecting data, you know, that's, maybe you collect a lot of data. Maybe we're looking at the output, looking at, you know, that submissions and things like that. But ultimately when we want to improve the thing this becomes like you know t- ties into like a smart goal right i don't even, I don't even know what the s the the smart the the letters stand for in it uh, i could probably like make it up but i'm not going to but this is just in, in terms of making your goals 
tangible, making them actionable, right? Breaking them down into actionable parts. And this is where you want to start looking when we're going to be looking to improve. So I think in that last episode, I used the example of volleyball and I could just start off with raw data and, you know, record myself on in practices and such or in the matches and then just look, you know, count the number of shanked passes. That's fine. And then I could start to figure out why there were shanked passes. Like, you know, again, you know, yes, I'm going to talk about volleyball. It's this easier for me. I can look at how was the platform? How was my, you know, uh, spine angle? How are my, my feet? What was my foot positioning? Um, I could track more or look at more metrics. And, you know, I could start to look at things like the opponent. But the issue with that is that I can't control that as much. So it can be nice data to have, but what I really want us to focus on is controlling the controllable. And in this case, I can control what I'm doing. So those are the things that I ultimately want to be tracking, right? Those are the inputs that lead to the desired output of, you know, having better passes. So tracking those and then... It's like I said, as the four things, measure, record, track, analyze, they all kind of go together. And then when we look to implement, we make it specific, especially about the input that creates the desired output. Instead of just, you know, I can't just continue to track shanked passes. That's not really going to help me move forward. But I start off seeing how many I have, you know, per game. I break down why I'm having that, right? I'm tracking that, I'm analyzing those results. And then as I look to move forward and correct that, now I start tracking the next thing. So when I'm going to look at this and this ties into, and I'm, excuse me, when I'm going to work on this and this ties into the last episode that we did, this is where it becomes about having the uh, dedication, having the discipline, I believe the title was, having the discipline to commit to one thing and just focus on that one thing that we're looking to correct and we're going to track that thing and see did it help? Because again, this tying into science, one, if you have too many variables, you don't know what actually helped. But from a, a behavioral standpoint, if I'm focusing on more than one thing, I usually half-ass both of them. Whereas if I just focus on the one thing, I can nail that in, really nail that down, rather really dial that in, and then I can move on to uh, the next thing. Right? So I think this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because it's a super, you know, super tactical, really makes sense to me. And as I'm sitting there, you know, again, it can be applied to anything, even something like social media, right, where you can break down the frequency of your post, the type of the post, you can actually look at that stuff in the in the insights. And I again, we want to look to control the controllable. So if the result that you're trying to measure is the number of followers gained or something like that, that's not as controllable. Whereas if you're looking at how quickly you did something, um, if you're, you know, tracking something about, you know, from your side of things, how, how, you know, easily this, you were able to do this, how much you enjoyed this, you can start to link it into other things, but understand as soon as those extrinsic factors come in, you know, especially other people's wants, needs, expectations, something like that on social media, that can skew things. But in terms of, we know that if, you, if you're posting more, you're giving yourself more opportunities to have those positive results. So now you can start to look at the things that help you post more. And so I would look at the times that you're posting 
and the type of post and say, oh, let me track that and you know look at that and be like, hey, when I posted at night, I was able to do way more in that week than when I tried to post in the morning. Or when I did a text post, I was able to be more consistent than when I did a video post. And then you go and you implement that and we can track that and just see like, yeah, is this correct? You know, was my, was my hypothesis correct? We're testing it. Uh, and then we see you are able to stick to this, have this better result, which is exactly what the title of this episode was, how to get better results at virtually anything. Right? We just talked about social media. Matt talked about BJJ. I talked about volleyball. This can be about uh, you know, nutrition side of things. I talked about that a little bit. This could be just about business in general. It works for anything. Measure, record, track, analyze. And then when we go to actually implement and look to you know, test the hypothesis and test uh, move forward to see if this, if this said intervention actually you know, helps things, we want to make sure that we're looking at focusing on the input that will create the desired output. We're not just continuing to track the output. We have to actually look to change something, looking at our goals, making them SMART goals, right? It's an acronym. Picking one thing, having the discipline to choose one thing, work on that one thing, focus on that one thing, track that one thing, improve that one thing, and then move on to the next thing. All right. I think that's it. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. I'm kind of like sitting here in shock. I'm like, this is 13 minutes. Wow. Like they're supposed to be this short, which is the funny part, right? They are Thursday shorties. And so the goal is to keep them around 15 minutes, but sometimes I just get so passionate about things and I'm like, holy shit, it's 30 minutes in and you folks seem to be okay with that, which I am so grateful for. But I will give you a short one this time. Uh, this week, I also have released the episode. We also, because it's a team, right? We also released uh, a long episode on Monday. Uh, so that was with Brian Borstein. I actually really liked that episode. If you haven't checked it out, do me a solid. Go check it out. You got a little more time because this one's going to be short. Um, but he's definitely, you know, a mad scientist when it comes to uh, strength and hypertrophy in his own body. And it was a really, really fun conversation. Um, he's programs for, uh, Paragon. That's how I met him. Paragon training methods. Uh, and yeah, the episode was really fun. So take the free time that you got with this short episode and go give that one a listen. All right. Officially wrapping it up as always endlessly appreciative for every single one of you until next time, friends, maestro 